0: Good morning, City Church. I am Trevor, and this is City Church together. Glad to be back with you this week. Yesterday, or I'm sorry, on Sunday, we started a series in uh, called "Deep Roots, Good Life." Uh, it is a practice based series that is intended um, to help us establish some habits that help us to attach to God, and also. Um, to give off good fruit to our neighbors, to our community, um, to this city. So this is going to take us all the way up to Thanksgiving. Um, During this series, we will use this podcast to also um, help you with some of those habits as we go through two habits every week. Um, This week, your homework was simply to find a 30-minute repeatable segment of quiet in your day because that is where we are going to practice especially some of the habits that help you attach to God. If you haven't listened to the sermon yet, I would encourage you to go back and do that uh, today um, and that will fit the context. Um, Yesterday, or, or Sunday rather, we preached from uh, Psalm 1 and John 15. So today we're going to use our time of meditation on Psalm 1 and um, I want to this week give you uh, just a little bit of teaching and some fuel for uh, developing habits since that's what we are um, trying to do here. So this is Psalm 1. How happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked or stand in the pathway with sinners or sit? In the company of mockers. Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night. He is like a tree planted beside flowing streams that bears its fruit in season, and its leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. The wicked are not like this. Instead, they are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand up in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous but the way of the wicked leads to ruin. And that is the word of the Lord from Psalm 1. I brought this up on Sunday, and I want to point it out to you again. Um, notice that there, this is a passage about two different ways of living. Um, one way of living is the person who delights in the Lord's instruction and meditates on it day and night. The other is, so that is, That is referred to as the righteous. Um, The other way of living is that of the wicked, um, which is, um, uh, the wicked are talked about here in terms of being sinners, Um, so people who fall short of God's glory, people who miss the mark on um, obeying God's command, mockers, um, those uh, those who make light of things that are heavy or weighty. Uh, make fun of, uh, and then, uh, and then again, wicked giving advice. So you have, um, you have the wicked and the righteous and the righteous who are also the happy, the ones who do not choose the way of the wicked, they um, say delight in the Lord's instruction and meditate it and meditate on it day and night. Um, let me give you a couple of words or, or, or three ideas here. Um, one is the Lord's instruction is at the center of this. Um, we talked about it from John 15 on Sunday, um, that how Jesus says, I want you to remain or abide or attach to or put roots down into me. And um, and then he takes his, his name out and he puts in um, the word uh, or he puts in my words. And then he takes his name out and he puts in my love, remain in my love, and then he and then he goes on to expound my love by talking about um, his commands. So you have this sort of interchangeable: put your roots down deep into God, put your roots down deep into Jesus, attach to him, and then take Jesus out, put in his word; take Jesus out, put in his love, which is experienced through obeying his instruction. We don't get Jesus's love, we don't get God's love because we obey his instruction. Because we obey his instruction, like aha. Yes, you obeyed my instruction. Now I will give you my love. That's not what God says. Instead, it is like a channel. Um, spiritual disciplines are sort of like, I, heard, um, I read Dallas Willard uh, explain it like this uh, in his book, The Divine Conspiracy. He, he explained um, spiritual disciplines. He, he said uh, that he grew up in a rural, uh, rural um, Midwestern town that did not have electricity. And in the middle of his time there, they uh, actually brought electricity to that town. And so just like Jesus came preaching, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Um, So that was the message of the electric company. Uh, Repent from your ways of not engaging this electricity. Uh, because electricity is at hand. It doesn't mean the, uh, the electricity is available to you. The electricity is here, the electricity has been given if you will do what is necessary, turn away from your um, old ways of doing things, using candle to light candles to light your house, um, and turn to this new way of doing things. Now what's required to get electricity? The electricity is present, the electricity has already been given, but you need wiring and you need appliances. You need things that run on electricity that sort of make your life easy, so that that make your life easier. So the kingdom of God Jesus preached is at hand. You just need to tap into it, and that's sort of what this um, um, idea of the disciplines of meditating, and, and this is where we get into meditating on it day and night. Is that that is a discipline? That is a habit. It is something repeatable that is happening over and over, and ultimately it brings delight. It brings. Happiness, happy is the one who does not, but who does not um, walk in the advice of the wicked, etc. But his delight, which means you start experiencing that electricity, that attachment. It's not that, oh, wow, I love obeying commands. It is that there is a sense of connection and attachment to God. Just like, can you imagine the first time you flip on a light switch and you're, you're, you're able to not walk around by candlelight. Can you imagine the first time you turn on uh, to get a bath and you have hot water that you don't have to heat over a fire first. Like there's a sense of delight. Wow, look what we get. The kingdom of God is at hand. I've repented from my old ways and I've tapped into these new ways of doing things that it sort of attach me to this delight and this joy. But it only comes for those. Jesus says, if you remain in my word, if you remain in my love, which is obeying, living out my word. So attach to me, attach to my word. And then live out my words. That's what Jesus Jesus puts those all in the same category in John 15. And here it's what we get when he says his, his delight is in the Lord's instruction. He meditates or chews or thinks about it day and night. So he's always dipping back in to think about the Lord's instruction. What is the Lord's instruction and what would it have me do? Um, and then it compares it compares this person, of course, to a tree. Here's our rootedness. Planted next to flowing streams. That bears its fruit in season, leaf does not weather. In other words, the roots have this ongoing source of nourishment, of water. Um, it, it doesn't depend on rain. It, it de- it, it's plugged into this underwater stream that's constantly running, like electricity, you might think of it. Okay, so that's the idea, the the, um, ta- the, the nature of a habit, meditating on the Lord's instruction day and night, connect or remaining in the word connected to delight joy um wow like attachment man I can't believe this relationship that I have this is incredible okay so habit connected to relationship now what I want to do uh, before we pray together that um, for yourself and then also for others um I just want to give you uh, and I'll, I'll do this throughout this series um, there is a Great book if you're into reading, you do that kind of thing. James Clear wrote a book called Atomic Habits. Um, one of the best books on habits that I have ever read. Um, extremely practical. Um, it, he will walk you through how to develop habits. I highly recommend it. Um, I actually subscribe to his newsletter. It's it's most newsletters I do not like, but he sends one uh, every week, and, I, and he, he sends me quotes that remind me of the importance of habits and how to develop them, so I want to I want to give you today something that I have um, staked any habits that I've built on. Um, i found this to be very true and necessary. So let me give you three things that help habits stick as you're looking for that 30 minute window to practice some of these deep rooted habits. In um, here's what you're also going to set up. Okay, three things that help habits stick. Uh, one, the first one is repetition. Well, let me give you, let me give you all three first, and then we'll talk about them. Uh, first is repetition. Second is a stable context. You, you need to have a place where your horses stay. And third is positive emotions. Okay. Three things that help habits stick. Repetition. Okay. Number one, repetition. Habits form based on frequency, not time. Okay. So, a lot of us tend to think that, that we form habits. If I can just do something long enough, then, you know, well, I've done this thing, you know, once a month for the last four months, it should be a habit. No, no, it's it's about frequency, not time. And that's why I push towards daily habits um, or three times a day. You know, when we, when we did the Soul uh, Habits uh, series or the Soul Handles series, we talked about kneeling prayer three times a day. Okay, so the... Habits will develop with frequency, not time. So I've been doing this once a month for the last 12 months. Well, see, that's a long time, but it's not a lot of frequency. It's 12 times. Habits form based on frequency. So you want repetition. That's where daily is so good because every day is like a little reset. Daily habits, that's why we, there's nothing supernatural necessarily about daily habits, but daily habits give you the kind of frequency that you need to form a habit. Okay, second is a stable context. If the context is always changing of where you practice a habit, so will the behavior. You need a reliable environment. You need a place where your, your body and your brain start to associate. When I'm in this place, I do this thing. When I'm in this place, I do when I'm in this place at this time, I do this thing. If if your context is constantly changing, then it will be harder to establish that habit. Um, So if if you're reading scripture, try to read scripture in the same place. That will help establish the habit. And then third, and this is my favorite, positive emotions will help a habit stick. Okay? James Clear writes, if it feels good, you'll want to repeat it. Okay, this is, yes, admittedly it's a little Jedi trick. If you... If there is a habit that you don't like to do, you need to associate it with something that you do like to do, okay? So if you like brushing your teeth, like if, if that's one thing you are not going to compromise on because you love that fresh feeling of brushing your teeth, then a habit that you don't like to do or might often forget, you tie it to brushing your teeth. Every time I brush my teeth, um, I do 10 push-ups. Every time I brush my teeth, do 10 push-ups, okay? So positive emotions. My, for for me, um, here's I'll, I'll just give you my um, the way that I work this and have worked this in daily Bible reading and meditation. Uh, repetition, I do it at virtually the same time every morning. Um, I do it when the house is quiet, 6 a.m. Uh, typically every morning at 6 a.m. Um, a lot of times, even on the weekends, uh, I'm up and I've got Thirty minutes to an hour reserved. Don't don't. We'll talk more about what to shoot for at the start, but that's your aim. Is I um, daily, every single day at six a.m. Um, stable context. Um, I picked six a.m. because the rest of my house at that time is asleep, which means it's stable. Once kids get up, it's not stable anymore. Um, even once my wife gets up, it's not stable anymore because then there's, you know, temptation. Well, we're going to talk about this. And so I I want just about every morning. I can be sure that my house will be sleeping at six o'clock. I sit in the same chair by my front window and I read scripture and then positive emotions. I always have my cup of coffee with, uh, usually my salted caramel creamer in it. And I stir that up. My body looks forward to it. My my mind looks forward to the quiet and just starting with the sip of coffee. I know that's small, but that does engender positive emotions in me. And now if I drink coffee in the morning, my my body and my mind is so trained that it wants to be in the word. It wants to be in the word. So give trick yourself a little bit. You need repetition, which typically is going to be daily or more. Stable context. Make sure that You can make sure that you can have that same context, the same location, the same kind of environment happening around you and positive emotion. So look for that. When you're looking for your 30-minute window, see if you can find that. Two out of three ain't bad, okay? Um, I know that they can be difficult, but search for that. Repetition, stable context, and associate something positive with your new habit. So go ahead, get excited. When you're finding that 30-minute window, figure out what you're going to do during that time, you know? Treat yourself to a Danish or something like that. I don't know. All right. Let's be silent and pray together. Our Father, we're moving into habits that can feel unnatural for us, and yet you tell us these habits connecting us to you and to your word and to your love are the mo- are, they are as natural as a tree putting down roots in a stream. And so now for the people listening to this, for the people of our church, give perseverance, vision, and delight to as they pursue habits that will connect them deeply to you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. City Church, go and multiply the gospel.